Alright, welcome back to Mandatory Reshoots. This is part two of our streaming special where we are reviewing Netflix's I Am Mother. I Am Mother. I don't have information. <laughs> uh, this is what happens is that, when we is do. This, is that by Darren Aronofsky's <laughs> I Am Mother? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, didn't know. Uh... Alright, here we go. Um, I Am Mother was directed by first-time director Grant Spatori and stars Claire Rugard, Hilary Swank, and Rose Byrne as the voice of Mother. This movie debuted at Sundance this year and was bought by Netflix and released uh, this month as a Netflix original. Eric, what are your thoughts on I Am Mother? Uh, pretty good. Uh, it was surprising. Like, you, it's, it's hard to get used to, like, direct to video movies being good especially but netflix Nef- recently yeah i guess but yeah i just feel like netflix has changed it like they have made some decent ones and it's not like it has it's also like a dumping ground for bad ones as well but they they do have a ton of movies so uh, i think it's this is pretty good uh, i was actually surprised i thought this would have been like ordered by them but it was an independent film uh made by you know weta digital was did all the um uh the special effects oh, and i thought so that was good in this movie too yeah like i i couldn't like that whole suit the whole robot suit is built by weta workshop it's pretty amazing what, when does um, weta ever really disappoint though if we're being honest weta is always right. so good i mean lord of the rings and planet of the apes and this and I mean, it's just always top notch. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's, but that's what I mean. Like, uh, it's an independent movie uh, that they got. They've got what a workshop to work on when they work on big movies normally. So it's uh, it's interesting. But you know, I really liked it. I think it's great special effects and and the setting. I mean, yes, it's it takes place in one. For most of it, takes place in a bunker, but it's a high tech bunker with a lot of gadgets and and looks pretty cool. Um, so it was kind of it was pretty cool to see, um, and a little surprising because I, I was expecting a, kind of a cheap, a cheap, uh, easy to make movie. It has a lot of familiar sci-fi themes and tropes, um, but with the kind of a few tweaks to those. Um, I will say though, I knew something was up right away when it said thirteen thousand days later. See, I didn't do that and... math in my head. Only later did I do the math and then realize. <laughs> I think most people. Just assume thirteen thousand days was was not thirty seven point nine years, which it 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 translates to be. But I think that was a clever way to hide that something was wrong uh, by putting it in days. Because yeah, well, I mean, those of us who aren't to... statisticians, statisticians <laughs> did not do the math, mental I, math, real very, very quickly. I guess I don't know. I guess like there they you know said one day since extension level event or whatever and then it did then it said some other things like zero how many embryos are here how many humans are in here and then and then it makes the baby whatever then it says thirty-eight thousand days or thirteen thousand days later i'm like hold on that's that's at least 30 years yeah uh well sorry we're discussing this should we just get into spoilers and talk more about the beginning Okay, I'll just I'll just fin- I'll, I'll just finish up my I just saying like I, I liked some of the twists and we'll get into that. Um, but I even though I knew something was up right away, I didn't know what exactly. 
Um, so I had like ideas running through my head. So there was a lot of like, okay. It was, so there was still was... some suspense for you, even though you, Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. I, 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 but I knew there was definitely something up. There was going to be, everything is not how it seems. Um, and then, you know, it keeps you on your toes. Cause you're like, you're, you're sitting there thinking, you know, trying to think what, what is going on here? And there, you're getting information from two unreliable sources. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, let me ask you this real quick. Sure. Has there, has there, can any of your books or movies or TV, have you ever seen an AI villain that wants to com- continue humanity by wiping it out and starting over again? Well, this is like robotic eugenics almost, I feel like. I don't think I've seen this spin on it in the sense that you usually get pretty black and white interpretations of these AI systems that wipe out humanity. None of them really have any desire to repopulate, or at least in the same way that this movie pitches it. So no, I I thought there are a lot of sci-fi tropes in this film, but they have nice little detours and and kind of twists on them not mind-blowing yeah. but just they, it's just enough to keep it fresh and they don't go down the avenues you think they will um so it wasn't anything that blew my mind but it's all just kind of peppered with nicer moments and and kind of interesting takes on on stuff like 2001 the thing i can think of is uh ultron but that was more the that you know that's trying to create an extinction level event but it also didn't want to. It didn't want to bring back humans. Like it was just kind of trying to save the Earth, uh, kind of a thing. Um, yeah, and then so it was, it, I wrote yeah. the crux of that AI system was also just kind of a weird interpretation of protecting humans, as I recall. Right? Is it, it fo- it's following the laws of robotics, but its interpretation is skewed in the sense that it was it thought that humans. To protect humans that they no longer could be in charge of, of you know, their decisions and free will because they were making uh, such poor decisions, which is kind of a funny commentary on humanity. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought this, there's so much robotic sci-fi out there that I'm sure there's a version of this somewhere out there, but I don't think I've encountered this particular take on it. And, and we obviously passed into spoiler territory at some point in the last couple of minutes. But yes, essentially, sorry. the... At the end of this film, it's re- it's revealed that mother was mother, who is the robot voiced by Rose Byrne, is essentially a complicated, intricate AI system that is responsible for all the robotics that surround the facility and uh, essentially are rebuilding crops and such outside f- to set up the repopulation of humanity. So, in the beginning of the film, the second time you watch it you essentially are seeing um, the bunker and you hear bombing or explosions above and we are to believe that Mother is wiping out humanity while she builds herself a body and repopulates, starts the repopulation effort with a child. Uh, On top of that, we get another twist in that the first child we see in the montage of her starting humanity is not even the one that we are introduced to um, 34 years mm-hmm. later because she had some failed attempts to, uh, and I guess this is where the eugenics come in, where she she kills some of the first versions of embryos that she um, 
awakens because they weren't up to whatever her standards were. Yeah, the terms. tests. Yeah. So my question, well, I have a lot of questions, but one of my questions is, so in that first scenario, we are seeing like the child who we see as a toddler. We assume that is not Claire Rutgar's character, right? In the sense that that's the one that is later um, wiped out. Or are we seeing Claire Rutgar and they just kind of skew that when we see the baby, it's like, you know, it's already 15 years into the, the effort. Um, what, what is your thought on that? Um, yeah. So the, the 13,000 days is like 38 years. Right. Um, and she's like what, 18, 19 probably. Yeah. So I we know that there are a few know. failed versions of, of her. I thought there was, they only showed like three missing embryos though. Right. Oh, okay. Maybe there is more, I don't know. But, but if there was only three, and we know the one kid was burned alive. Right. Um, the, yeah, I don't know. You would think that maybe there is an, there was one that made it to almost 17, 18, and then, and then died. Because uh, that would kind of, yeah, or, add up. Or, and, or, yeah. Go or, ahead. are we to assume that possibly the first embryo is Hillary Swank? Or yeah. are we always just... I I couldn't pin down what I regarded her role as. Clearly, Mother, you know, lays out some hints at the end there that she either was pardoned by her this whole time or she was one of, you know, the initial creations. So, well, I mean, they, she looks so much like the kid, too, intentionally so, I think, to kind of yeah. get our minds going... So is she the original embryo or is she just a survivor that mother chose to kind of section off and leave alone until she, she wanted to trigger this whole scenario? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the implication is that, is that she was the first one and she kind of planned this out and put her out, you know, left her as a baby somewhere where there was affection to humans and left those faction humans alone so she could i don't it's a little complicated i think i think it's a little loosey-goosey with the logic there yeah but, but you think she's the original embryo i think that's the implication like if in the, so when they sh- man that is super harsh on mother's part in terms of how it ends uh and i love how it ends it's so kind of perfect or i love how hillary swank's uh arc ends but that is a really you know, mean way well to... yeah i mean close things out yeah well i mean she also wiped out the entire planet so this is true <laughs> but it, that it is kind of a weird intimacy and sadness to that that last scene of hillary swank in the uh in the uh shipping uh container where uh aside from the tracking device being placed in her bag which i thought was kind of a weird redundancy uh and unnecessary because if we're to believe those implications, it seems like Mother always kind of had an eye on Hillary Swank's character. True, yeah. So it's like, what? what's the point of that? Um, I, I thought that scene otherwise was perfect. I really like the tone and how kind of sad it was and uh, how kind of grim and, and kind of bleak it was when they just shut the... Uh, shut the door on that shipping locker and then that's like just kind of the end of it there's no like 
I don't know. Generally, yeah. the, that scene would have like sound effects, and it's just it's just not. It's just the beach, the wind yeah. blowing. And I, I did like, like that too. Yeah. It's kind of a, a perfect moment. So that was a really interesting kind of thread in terms of what Hillary Swank's uh, backstory is. I couldn't quite figure out what happened with her being shot, though, in terms of getting that whole scene or, or scenario started. Is it implied that Hillary Swank shot herself or that mother was responsible? That was never really resolved in my mind uh, in, I think, in a fashion that I understood. I think uh, it was understood that she did get shot by a robot and, and that it was done on purpose. So she was going there in need of help mm-hmm. Um, like if a robot's shooting, I'm guessing they're not going to miss and hit hit him in the stomach. Like a, yeah. I'm sure, mother could kill kill pretty easily. Um, it wiped out the whole race. So uh, I think that yeah, it was kind of a test to see um, to see if how the daughter would handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it, it was kind of uh, Taylor saying was just a pawn in that whole thing. Um, but yeah, that kind of sucks for her, Hillary Swank. <laughs> um, yeah, it was also interesting that no no one had a name. It was all woman, mother, daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, that um, was that was nice. Yeah. So this movie to me is a surprise, as you alluded to earlier. Netflix has been just a dumping ground to an extent, uh, especially with, you know what, especially with original sci-fi movies because there are just some stuff that comes and goes on here that it's like did anyone even see this or remember this and and they have somewhat high profile stars there was a movie with anthony mackie a couple months ago i think called io yeah. and it was just yeah like, i haven't I watched that reading reviews and they were just like this is awful and it, it was yeah. even post-apocalyptic too and i think unfortunately if you do that enough times because there were ones before that i can't even remember uh people are not gonna seek movies like I Am Mother out because they're just going to assume that this is being dumped on here when in reality it played at Sundance to good reviews and Netflix buying this um you know didn't seem like a a life raft maneuver with some of these other um bad films so I hope the hope is that people who like sci-fi and low lower budget sci-fi will will seek this out because i I could understand how maybe you can't find uh, a huge theatrical release for this uh as it says dna resembles ex machina which i know wasn't a huge hit in theaters but it still should be seen even if it doesn't have a lot of uh equity in, in a theatrical release so to speak yeah agreed um I, uh, I, yeah, I think the only thing I was going to say more was that I just, I really liked how it kept you guessing throughout, like you don't know who to trust. Ultimately, both the woman and mother were lying in some sort of fashion. Um, so we're kind of in the same, uh, same shoes as, as daughter. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was, uh, it was surprisingly good. Like I, I, I had it, I put it on my list. I was like, oh, this seems interesting. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then you texted me like, Hey, you should check that out. So I was like, yeah. So we watched it yesterday and I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I was, yeah. I had a hesitancy to, to watch it because of that, but I'm glad that I did. And, you know, I think 
Hillary Swank has uh, the ability to be very good and also kind of be in some stuff that are misses. And I, I think she was good in this. I don't know that I've seen the young actress Claire Rugard in anything before. I'm not sure what, what she's been in before, but I thought she was great. Um, and then Rose Byrne is consistently good. I, I don't know that I can think of too much where Rose Byrne, even if it's not a great movie, was bad herself. So yeah, yeah I, I think it's a, a really good small cast. Um, I have a quote for you, Eric, and I think it's a good one for you in terms of uh, reaction. So Hilary Swank called the director Grant Spatori the next Christopher Nolan. Too much, in your opinion, or what? what do you think? I mean, this is a pretty good starting point. I mean, if I didn't, I don't think I've seen Chris Nolan's first movie. Um, following, but uh, I think, but Memento being kind of a a similar thing where it's you know a a little bit of a heady thriller. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, yeah, I could see that, but I mean, way too early to see. You gotta give them give them three movies total before I'll say that. Yeah. Also, one thing I would caution against is I don't believe he wrote this, and Nolan, to my knowledge, has written pretty much, or you know, Nolan and his brother have written pretty much, uh, you know, a, a great bulk of what they've done. So I, I think the strengths of I Am Mother were certainly Weta and kind of a, a clever script. So uh, in terms of his continued success as a director, I don't know if it, that hinges on. A really good production team like Weta and and a clever script. Uh, so I'm with you. Maybe give it three movies before you deem him the next Christopher Nolan. But certainly a great debut from a guy that I think only really did commercials before this, and um, a promising start to Claire Clara Rugard's career. Depending on where she is, again, I don't know if she did a lot of acting before this. Um, and Hilary Swank, you know, a nice little role for her when uh she's kind of disappeared into gerald butler territory i feel like sometimes where she's just in a lot of stuff that people don't see or take seriously (laughs) um so it's always nice to see her get a get a good role and um yeah I, i think that kind of is most of our thoughts on i am mother uh eric if you had to grade it though um I'll give it a B, maybe B plus. Oh, I'm in the B plus. I thought we were going to have a difference, but we don't. B plus is all around. A's for (laughs) Deadwood. Not a whole lot of uh, contrarian behavior going on here, but it's all right. It uh, I I figured in terms of smaller scope sci-fi, Eric and I tend to align pretty well uh, with movies like this. Uh, I think you and I greatly enjoy good sci-fi especially of this ilk so I, I wouldn't have thought we'd be too far apart on a movie like this yes exactly all right so eric you get a tr- trivia round that is themed i won't specifically tell you this uh the theme but it is sci-fi themed and i think you're gonna do better than your western round where you you bombed okay you, you just really bombed I don't, I don't know how to put okay, it. Okay, we don't. Need, we're moving on, moving on, <laughs> upward and onward. Uh, is is this uh, is this uh, the movie endings again? Yes, it's still movie endings. It's sci-fi themed. You got. I'm almost positive you'll do better, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Number one. Here we go.
I knew it right away. That's signs. Wow, you're off to a great start. Uh, number two. Moses Bob. Can you hear that? That's for you, man. Oh, um, attack block. Okay, number three. Repeat, there are people in Houston who need our help. Come join us. We've taken back the southern seaboard. And we're winning. But if you have any medical training or combat experience, they're survivors. Ten chlorophyll lane. Oh wow, nice. Uh, question four. By the toll of a billion deaths, man had earned his immunity, his right to survive among this planet's infinite organisms, and that right is ours against all challenges. For neither do men live nor die in vain. War of the Worlds. Damn. Okay. Question five. <laughs> Mallory? Mallory Hayes? Talk to that man. What are your names? Girl. Boy. Actually, your name is Olivia. Yeah. Named after the sweetest girl I ever met. And your name? Your name is Tom. Tom. And I am your mother. Let's come back to that. This is five. Okay. All right. Number six. Ava. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Ava. Who's Ava? I don't know. Who is Ava? Okay. I'll, I'll come back. Seven. So you got two choices here. You can stay here with your papa, or you can go with me. If you stay here, you need to keep off the road. 
Are you carrying the fire? No. Carrying the fire. You're kind of weirded out, aren't you, kid? Well, are you? Yeah, I'm carrying the fire. I can come with you. Yes, you can. I don't know that one. Seven. Carrying the fire. Yes. Yeah, carrying the fire. Okay. That's hmm. okay. And number eight. What is he doing? He's making a model. This is Super 8. Okay. Question 9. Yeah, this is going to be a stupid Alien versus Predator movie, isn't it? No, it's definitely not. It's a movie that you have seen and you like. And the music sounds familiar. God, what is this? Oh, um, A Quiet Place. Hey, yo. All right, and number 10. I'm not 100% sure you've seen this movie, but 10 supposed to be difficult. Sam, 
Hmm. Man, I don't know that one. All right. You had a great start there. I thought you do. I still think you did better than the Western. I did. But I I thought you were going to knock this one out except for one or two. Um, All right. Let's go through the answers. Number one, you said Signs because it's one of your favorite movies. And you were right. You quickly recognized it was Signs. That was an easy one. Number two, you thought was Attack the Block. It is, in fact, Attack the Block. So you were right on that. John Boyega's start to his career, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. Question three, you th- guessed 10 Cloverfield Lane very quickly, and you were correct. It's the radio broadcast from the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane, where Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead debates whether or not to run away or go to the city to fight, which I would have loved to have seen as a sequel rather than the Cloverfield Paradox. Yes. Uh, question four. Your guess was War of the Worlds. It is, in fact, Morgan Freeman's uh, epilogue voiceover from War of the Worlds. You're right. The Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Right? I don't remember what I cut out, but it's still pretty recognizable. Um, question five. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Your guess was nothing. It is Bird Box, the end of Bird Box. Oh, I have not seen that. Okay, no. so that would do it. Uh, I was thinking it was high profile enough that maybe you saw it. It's the end where. Uh, yeah, Sandra Bullock... that's one. Don't 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 ruin it. Uh, yeah, it's not Sandra Bullock. It's not Bird Box either. I didn't ruin it. <laughs> well, it's Bird Box. Okay, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I didn't um, I didn't watch it. It came out. It came to Netflix like December, and I was out of the country, so. Never got around to watching it. It's on the list, but it's, I'll watch it. I was gonna say it's true. I heard it's, all right. it's <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, it's kind of very flawed. Well, wasn't there like a whole wasn't there a whole internet meme about bird boxing and stuff? Yeah, that's why I said it was it was relevant to pop culture. Is that it? it yeah. certainly wasn't obscure. But I, see, I missed all that. Like I wasn't on the internet when that was a thing. Uh, all right. Well, fair enough. Um. Uh, number six, you might kick yourself for it. You had no guess for six. It was Ava. Ava. And yeah. Yeah, I'll give you until I finish this sentence. <laughs> Go ahead. Unfortunately, this is the end of Ex Machina, Eric. It's Don oh. Gleason pleading with Alicia Vikander to come back and let him out. Ava. Ava yeah, the I forgot robot. That. Uh, I forgot that was me. Yeah, and that's the overpowering Alex Garland <laughs> score uh, playing in the background. Um, number seven, you so did not have a guess here. for. It is the end of the road, which stay I guess here. you haven't uh, seen. I haven't seen, and now I know what it's about. Yeah, carrying the fire is a common theme in the, the book and the film. Uh, I'm Viggo Mortensen's telling his son you have to carry the fire. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, I'm spoiling movies you hadn't seen. I thought you uh, had seen most. Of I didn't know the road was an alien movie. Well, the theme is not 100% alien. It's, I'll kind of yeah, dystopian, ish. Like, yeah, I'll I'll kind of expound on the theme in a second. Um, question eight. Your guess was Super Eight. Yep. And you were right. It is the end of Super Eight, where the alien builds a ship and pieces out, and Kyle Chandler gives his kid a hug and says something mm-hmm. like, "I got you." Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine. You finally got was a Quiet Place, correct? Mm-hmm. And it is the end of the quiet place. The shotgun cocking at the end is is kind of a nice yep. uh, landmark for that film in terms of uh, yeah, and it does kind of sound like an alien first predator movie up until then. Um, question ten: You didn't have a guess for. I'm not 100 percent sure you've seen this. It's Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain in Take Shelter. 
Oh, which okay. Is, it's kind of a favorite of mine of low, that, low, low budget indie uh, sci-fi. Yeah, that's but, a good one. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah, in terms of theme, it is kind of like it's not straight like movies where they're in bunkers, but it's like movies where at some point in the film they're confined to like a house or a bunker because of some alien force or otherwise uh, I don't know. they're kind of okay, I okay. kind of try to lump them together um, okay. but maybe unsuccessfully as you got a six out of ten seven yeah i think i got six yeah uh i don't know you don't need to see bird box it's kind of shrug worthy go see mm-hmm. i am mother uh yes. at your local netflix store uh, mm-hmm. rather than bird box i think it's a smarter movie than bird box uh, maybe less memes about it, but worthwhile. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining Mandatory Reshoots. We'll be back whenever Eric finally gets around to seeing John Wick 3 to do yeah, that John to... Wick 3 review. Maybe do a Toy Story 1 too. Definitely do a Toy Story 4 review. We're going to go see that um, next week at some point, and that sounds like it's fantastic from early impressions yeah. and uh, previews too. It looks pretty, pretty great. Okay, Eric, this is us. Uh, signing off. Have a good night and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks again for joining us. We just wanted to extend a special thanks to Andrew David for providing the music for the podcast. Feel free to check out his stuff at andrewdavidv.com. 